I would love to just take a few minutes to thank the listeners of this podcast. Over the past six months, we have interviewed some really great people, but I would love to hear from you directly. I have an email address, which is evolve at keepitweirdmedia.com, and I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, what you like, don't like, and who you would like for us to interview. Maybe you have a suggestion of someone who would be a great interview for this podcast. So please send your feedback to evolve at keepitweirdmedia.com. Hello, this is Todd O'Brien, your host, and welcome to Evolve, the Entrepreneur Mindset. My name is Luisa Bubanova, and my superpower is keeping my head cool in heated situations. And today I'm feeling funky because entrepreneurship is fun. My guest today is truly an inspiring founder and entrepreneur. She is an international speaker, thought leader, and an investor. Her background is in economics and digital marketing, graduating from Holt Business School. She is also an ex-golf pro, which we'll explore more on later. She is the founder and CEO of You First, an artificial intelligence platform for measuring emotional response from audiences on social media influencers. She is from Slovakia and has an extended global network of amazing people. She is a creative thinker and always up for a new challenge. Using her passion for emotion, she is launching a new venture called See Me, an application for analyzing emotional responses of babies. Please welcome to the show, Luisa Bubanova. It's great to have you here today and great to see you. It's been a long time. It's been actually three years, Don, right? Since we attended South by Southwest together. It's been good times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You are always doing something new, which I love. Like, you take you take so many cool things and create new things out of the cool things that you've already created and that's what you've done with with you first which was already like an amazing super cool platform of measuring emotional response and getting influencers to to view the response of their audience before they posted a video and really really cool stuff but now you're doing something new which i mentioned in the intro around see me with analyzing emotions and emotional responses from babies Tell us a little bit about what inspired this, first of all, and a little bit about it. Well, thank you for such a good opening question. So See Me has been been a dream of mine for quite a bit. The longer I am an entrepreneur, the more I understand the importance of mental health. And it's been always, always that itch inside of me to do something, something about it. And as I was always very passionate and a big believer in uh, emotion analysis as, as a technology, I saw an opportunity to take that technology and maybe apply it into into a form that will help with uh, or help in the industry of, of mental health. So we have taken the algorithm or the knowledge or or the software of you first, which is still still a functioning company and, and maybe we can talk about that later. It's pivoted a little bit and obviously all sorts of problems and, and good things were happening along the way. But CME is my 
dreamt about baby uh, and it's a basically a video player for the smallest video consumers even though it's troubling um, statistics that uh, little babies are watching watching screens as an uh, as a form of entertainment however it is a fact that around uh, 70% of 2 year olds in america are watching 4 hours of screen time per day oh, wow. on their mobile device that's a staggering statistic <laughs> yes and what is worse it uh, the screen time because the, the way that we are used to, used to consume video is uh, is a lot about uh, new new things that are happening. Everything shiny and blinking and trying to get your attentions. Uh, so anxiety is a very common development of too much of, of screen time. Obviously, it sounds like a little bit of oxymoron that it's a it's a video player that tries to avoid screen time. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but let me maybe maybe get to it and and I'll try to uh, try to explain the basic idea before, uh, behind CME is that facial expressions can uh, tell a lot about uh, mental state and health, mental health of an individual that is being followed or, or analyzed. And we are trying to put this into, into work as a way of a pocket psychologist for the, for the smallest ones with the goal to understand, first of all, if there is any troubling behavior that needs uh, professional assistance or, or maybe even, even treatment. And second of all, we watch the baby or the respondent in a way that we understand what is their attention peaks and we don't abuse them to grow them, but we are the ones that actually enforce the closing of the entertainment on, on screen time. In real life, it means that the phone will shut off at the moment your baby is or, or the baby is not, not interested. Obviously, that could trigger some, some controversy, but as a big believer in this, I am, I'm ready to take on, uh, take on the risk and see what, what happens. So we're now in, in trials and we're trying it out on, on first, first tests how it will work. That's really amazing. Thanks for sharing that with us. I know this will generate a lot of interest of people wanting to follow you and see how this goes. So uh, uh, me as well, I'm really excited for you. Let's talk about your golf career. Uh, okay. I know this probably seems like a really long time ago and it's a big shift from, from this mm. to, to then, but it's a part of who you are, you know, and you have a really interesting story about being a golf pro. Tell us, first of all, how you got into that, how you got from there to where you are now. Golf is a big part of me because it taught me a lot. I'm not saying that I'm any particular talent, but picking up golf was very fast for me. So the moment I picked up the first time a golf club to the time that I was part of the Slovak representation was counted in the year and a half. So it was really, really quick. And I think it's kind of uh, kind of response with the personality, like in or out. I'm not mediocre. <laughs> like <laughs> I was at the golf yeah. course at 8am till eight in the morning. So uh, my parents were driving me to the, to the golf course and we're just going 36 holes every single day, like maniacs. So <laughs> but what happened with golf is that it taught me really maybe how to have my superpower. I said at the beginning, Beginning, keeping my head cool because uh, golf is exactly that sport that teaches you that once you're not able to to control your emotions, your body doesn't respond and it, it works differently. The moment that you're you're angry, uh, every movement that you do is a little faster, so everything's off off limit. The moment that you're that you're sad, you're slow, and then you're short. So. You yeah, can. You just have yeah. to keep steady, steady, and can cool head even if you're sad or or angry. Can be expensive if you throw golf clubs into the exactly lake or yes a tree yes. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom keeps on telling me or reminding me the times that I was like that. Like I was, I was that spoiled, angry brat yeah. on the golf course because I, you know, like the success happened really fast. 
And then all of a sudden, like it was not going my way and I was, uh, I was frustrated. Now I'm a little embarrassed about being that person, but it still yeah. taught me, <laughs> taught me a lot. So I love golf and I was actually playing a few days ago in Spain and it was fantastic. I love, I love it. Smack that ball is just the, the best feeling ever. <laughs> you mentioned that it's taught you a lot in your life now and probably what you're even doing. What is like the big highlight? Like what is the one big thing that you say stands out that you were you were taught by golf in your life now? I think that the game of golf, first of all, it's a, it's a very individual sport. So it really trains your psyche to keep your emotions down. And I think there comes the, the superpower that I mentioned at the, at the very beginning to keeping my head, head calm because I learned the hard way how it actually can, uh, can damage whatever goals and, or paths that you, you've, uh, you've chosen. But I think there, there's, um, there's a little bit of a learning also in, in the way, uh, how I hurt my back actually, which was the end of my career. This happened in Buenos Aires when I was playing when I was playing for the national team of Slovakia we were playing the the team championship after my first round I was on the 15th hole and I was playing very solid uh, very very solid round and I think for the first time in my life I saw my name on the leaders board so it was like you know, like you have those 20 people on the, on the leaders board. And obviously not everybody was on the, on the field yet. So the feeling of seeing my name there was very, very emotional. <laughs> Just that very moment, I actually hurt my back and one of my spine blades moved. So it was, it was very, very hard for me to continue. So there was pain, a lot of pain, but also a lot of disappointment. So from that time on, I couldn't pick it up again. And that was, uh, that was probably mentally the end of my career, even though I still tried after, but it was not working anymore. And I think it really helped me to understand or helps me to understand. There is a lot of motivational advices that say that you have to be uh, rewarding yourself for little little wins but i would say that those little wins are very important but don't give them too much importance because they 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 are not the final goal and sometimes they could be misleading so maybe that would be the finale or the of the golf lesson <laughs> transferred into business yeah, yeah. i was suffering i didn't mask it i didn't hide it the reaction of family are you crazy ignored all my emotions i literally suppressed everything it was brutal the whole family was super super tough this is naked by the future farm brought to you by nectarios lolios and vladimir kovetsinska we spent many years working with entrepreneurs but also building our own businesses all the time we have witnessed the emotional and mental turmoil that comes with creating a business from the ground up. We felt that there wasn't a space for entrepreneurs where they could talk to other founders about those struggles and also about the ways to cope. Naked is for company builders of all kinds, for investors as well as the wider global business community and anybody who is curious about the challenges that entrepreneurs face and ways they cope with those. The stories we share are not simply about business building or glorifying success.
wants in your life, how you're going to keep yourself healthy, both emotionally and physically. You can't burn out. Today, this episode is sponsored by SaveTheChildren.org. Save the Children believes that every child deserves a future. In the United States and around the world, they work every day to give children a healthy start in life, the opportunity to learn and protection from harm. They deliver lasting results for millions of children, including the hardest to reach. They do whatever it takes for children every day and in times of crisis, transforming their lives and the future that we share. Right now, the coronavirus is the biggest global health risk and crisis of our lifetime, and it threatens children every day. COVID-19 has already left many children without caregivers, out of school, and exposed to violence and exploitation. Child poverty is rising. With your support, they can help children in unsafe households and help support distance learning in the face of school closures. For as little as $5, you can feed children, give them learning supplies, help them have a home library. You can do all of this by just going to savethechildren.org slash savekids. That's www.savethechildren.org slash savekids. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, you've spent a lot of time just studying emotions and understanding emotions. And there's a, a buzzword that I, I talk about on this podcast, but I want to bring it out here because there's a buzzword of emotional intelligence that a lot of people throw around. Some people understand it fully. Some people practice it. Other people don't. What does this mean to you? And what are you learning about emotional intelligence through the work that you're doing? I think emotional intelligence gives you a big advantage, but at the same time is very, uh, it cripples you down uh, because emotional intelligence can give you a lot of arguments and uh, negotiation skills. However, it can cause also, uh, you mean it can sort of get in, get in the way of what you're trying Uh, to do? It gets in the way because you, you understand people maybe a little bit too much and you give them in it Uh and you try to forgive them for everything. Then you kind of get lost in, in uh, favoring everybody, worrying about others' feelings and trying to prevent certain situations to happen to people, even though it's not it's not actually healthy because you're you're not supposed to do that for anybody else but you. So I think once again we come back to emotional intelligence being part of the same bu- uh, bucket that you need to control. So it does give you advantage, but I think it also can cripple you down. I really like this perspective. It's actually the first time I've heard anybody say something like that, and coming from somebody who studies emotions and you know it's saying a lot. So I. Think think that what you what I hear you saying is sometimes we go and overanalyze people when we're practicing emotional intelligence to the fact that we're not necessarily playing fair sometimes in those relationships. Is that correct? Yeah, and and most mostly not fair to your, towards yourself. Ah. That's mostly the person that you're that you're hurting. Just uh, putting this distress on somebody else, and that's not not natural. Got you. Um, gotcha. And they, you know, and most of the people don't don't really appreciate it. So then you end up with these expectations for some some grace, I mean, for, for some gratitude and it just never comes and then you're disappointed. So the whole management around emotions is very important. Yeah. And to understand that you have them and how they affect you is, is part of the emotional intelligence that's really, really, really important. Yeah. 
That's really practice. It's a really great yeah. point. Observe yourself. <laughs> yeah, observe yourself more than you observe others is basically what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I like that. Sometimes even 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 uh, like negative uh, emotions or or feelings like jealousy could give you a lot of perspective on your on yourself. Like understanding so why this situation really make me jealous and just saying it out loud. Yes, this made me jealous and figure it out what it was hmm. and then then maybe the next time you can you can win the game uh, and uh, stay calm <laughs> and, and maybe proceed with the situation with a better perspective yeah. how have your own relationships really inspired you on your journey personal relationships on the business journey i think my parents have been always my biggest motivators and role models and also what is the opposite of role model of what you not want to become yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so they've, they've played a, a big role in my life, obviously. Uh, my mom is uh, is a serious a serial entrepreneur. She used to be an academic uh, painter. So she had her pictures in, um, in Chicago, London, Milano, all over these uh, huge galleries. And then all of a sudden she, she switched into business. And my dad is a singer. So he's been in the entertainment industry and, and he's been the one who taught me to keep calm and, mm. and wait a little bit with the reality action and have a little bit of distance from uh, from everybody else but the loved ones. Yeah, no, that's great. So, I, l- I love it that they're your role models for the things you want to be and the things you don't want to be. <laughs> I think that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. They, they also said a very, very alarming example. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it happens with parents and uh, children. Yes, sure. yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> Let's talk for a second about intention. Entrepreneurs are go-getters. Most of them are really, you know, out there really trying to create new things. But this requires a mindset of like really setting intentions for yourself and where you want to go, where you want to be and so forth. How has intention played a role in what you do? That's a that's a very good question, actually, because I would love to hear hear an answer from from each and every other entrepreneur uh, on the planet. Because I feel like I have started with the wrong foot when I I started with trying to build some kind of companies or, or communities or products or whatever. I felt like that was my way of how to stay relevant in a society, and I really enjoyed the fact that I could be surrounded with extremely smart people. Mm. And I really enjoyed being part of the community. So it was more of my goal versus versus the goal of the of the company, which I think also a little bit of self criticism showed showed in the result of the company, which obviously never never worked out yeah. because it was actually actually a quite uh, quite nice beginning, yeah. even even given the odds. But somehow it's I don't know like. You know, like when I was starting, it was this, it was, I was trying to be somewhere where I can learn, but then I somehow figured out how much I I really enjoyed it, how I enjoy putting strategies together, how I enjoy finding value propositions for different stakeholders. And that kind of stuck with me. So it's, it's the passion about finding opportunities and exploring challenges that brought me to to actually sharpen where I as a as an entrepreneur or as a human being I want to go yeah so it really shows how how this life changes have also kind of added a channel to you first or to emotional analytics into mental health that is extremely important to me and I think I feel absolutely at place with what I'm doing right now yeah well listen Eliza it was really great to catch up with you and best of luck on see me I can't wait to see the progress and what's going to happen there uh, you're an amazing entrepreneur 
and an inspiration. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. And I cannot wait to have a proper reunion or some South by Southwest blast. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs>